Hi everyone, welcome to a awesome episode. A awesome, so awesome it's using the wrong article. <laughs> so yeah. awesome it breaks the rules of grip. Of downfall. Um, we actually have a pretty good one lined up here today, I think. It'll be some good stuff. And uh, yeah, last time our party was trying to track the cufflink and they found it in a someone's room under the casino. Boy, when you say it that way, it doesn't sound like that took 50 minutes or whatever, does it? <laughs> um, starting today, we're going to jump to the rest of the party, who is out doing the exciting world of investment. Finance. Real estate. <laughs> Real estate. I think we're going to get some banking in here. <laughs> Crank this thing up to 11. Hot or, you know, maybe two. Right. And the lawyers and the economists in the room rub their hands together. Yeah. And the lawyer is... Part of who's doing this. And we're going to be saying things like, you know, five and a quarter percent. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I will fight for my five percent. <laughs> Accountants and actuaries. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exciting finance action. Okay. Just like Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but no crazy Ahmed. <laughs> Correct. Those of you who get that. Right. Anyway, let's uh, start with you guys then. So we have Day and... Morthok. Why can I not remember your name? It's because I haven't seen you, that's why. Um, Day and Morthok have hit the town early in the morning to look for investment opportunities. Remember, it's pouring rain, so it's not a nice day out. Um, well, Day has a particular investment opportunity in mind. Oh, you already knew where you wanted to look? To sell. Okay, if you already knew where to look, then I won't say that we yes. jumped to like 2 p.m. or something. Um, all right, so you guys head up to where did you say it was in the Elven, one of the Elven it's areas. It's the Elven market. So on the map, for those of you that like to keep track of this, because this probably will matter, uh, if you look at the Elven area that's in the upper right part of town, look at the left edge of it near House Sordell and House Athradia. There's a intersection of streets called the Elven Market. This would be on the southeast corner of that intersection. On the Elf side, the Woodsy side. On the Elf side. Right. Clicking on it is not going to help our listeners, but good job. <laughs> no, but it makes pretty concentric circles when you do it. Yeah, it does. All sorts of colors. Use Roll20.net, people. All right. You guys head up there. Um, given that is a good chunk of the way across town, that's going to take... It should take a little while. Yeah. It's going to take about half the day. So you're probably... Yeah, you're probably there anyways by about like one or two in the afternoon. Okay. It's a big city. It's several miles. Mm -hmm. And it's busy. Yes. So getting through streets is kind of like a... It's like getting stopped at every red line. <laughs> you're like, come on, get out of my way! People stopped in the middle of the intersection. Yep. You know, you slip on dying a few times. It's, you know, it's a good city. I put my my hand on um, Day before we go in. So do you know what you're doing with this? Um... No. Know who you're supposed to talk to. The owner? Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Good you guys. Question. Describe this place. Yeah, I was about to actually. Okay. You guys are standing outside, so like the, the row of buildings here, probably like most town squares, there's a number of commercial ventures, there's a number of nice townhomes. You know, this is a small tavern, and we're being specific about that word, not an inn, that you have no rooms for lodging. Um, what about lodging ourselves if we move to the room? So we want a tavern rather than a pub. Yeah, because there's, room, there's rooms above for those of us who may want to live there. That's true. So you guys probably do have like a small second floor with just a couple rooms, you know, and a small stock room up there. But anyway, 
Um, from the outside, picture this building as, as kind of being one of those things that looks like a small building between two much larger ones. Except, because this is the elven sections of town, it is trees. But don't be picturing Tolkien with like a big forest with nobody there. These are trees that are all very close together and are obviously buildings. So your guys are you're looking at probably a tree that's uh, you know squat that has a lot of girth. I don't know my plants well enough to know what that would be. Some sort of stunted sequoia or something. I don't know. Cactus. Oh, <laughs> very a very large bristlecone pine. Something like that can work. I like the idea of an oak though. So maybe it's like an oak that's like mostly dead on top. So it's also kind of magic. Yes, also magic, so whatever. Um, it could also be that the the condition of the inside is reflected by the condition of the outside. Yes. So, from the outside looking at this thing, it's, you know, you guys don't see a very nice facade to this building. There's, um, you know, a line, a, like a big window cut into the wall, but the window is, well, you're not sure if it's glass at this point, because it's completely opaque and very grimy. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look very good. The door to the place is... Not off its hinges, but it's, you know, like, if some, let's say there was someone who was unruly in here, or someone who came in by slamming the door, you're not sure if the door would hold. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you try the door, I assume? Yes. It's locked, surprisingly, because right now the place is not being used actively, it's an abandoned building. But there is probably some, like, you know, notice nearby saying how you can contact the owner or where they live. Mm -hmm. Right. Which conveniently is going to be fairly close. Well, that's good. That's handy. Right, and so it's pouring rain. You guys are standing outside. The door is locked. More thoughts yelling at day because <laughs> you just kind of came here without any kind of appointment or <laughs> or anything. And you know it's probably a half hour walk, you know, down into the uh, old hill area before you'll find the owner of the tree. Sorry, right, I grabbed the the notice, <clears throat> rip it off, and. Head towards that direction. I guess that's one way of making sure you have no competition. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was intentional. <laughs> I kind of figured it was. All right, half an hour later, you arrive at a small, uh, I don't know, investment, you know, uh, real estate firm, I guess. Head inside. We'll cut through a whole lot of weird modern stuff transliterated onto a medieval fantasy world. <laughs> that's really what this is. Uh, and meet the owner in a small room in the back. It is a short, fat elf. What? So what? Short, fat elf. So Santa. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, hang on. I didn't get the opportunity to tell you guys this. What do you call Santa's helpers? Oh, God. What? I don't know what. Oh. Support clauses. Support clauses. That's... Hilarious. Oh my god, that's like worse than a dad joke. That's a lawyer dad joke. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Alright, because I'm going to roll with what Yanni just said. His name is Santos. <laughs> and he is dressed in a red blazer. Does he have a beard, though? Is that, is yes. that, a, re is that a reference to a current uh, real estate organization that gives their salespeople red blazers? Maybe. Okay. And he does have a long beard. Uh, which is weird for now, I guess. Yeah, but not unheard of. Some of the older ones have beards. A lot of the older ones have beards. Drop myself off a bit, you know, hopefully they have some towels or something present. What? Do they have Oh, right, because it was wet outside, because it was raining. Yes. Mm -hmm. Try to stay in character. After I drive myself off, reach my hand out and 
Greetings, Morthok, and my associate here is Day. He, uh, reaches his hand out reluctantly, and then shakes, and then immediately wipes his hand off. <laughs> <laughs> How can I be of service, gentlemen? You're in. I want to buy it. Are you tavern? I want to buy it. Which one? I hand him the notice. Oh, this one, which I see you've taken the notice off. Well, I hope you're serious about buying, because I can't really, you know, have other people be interested if the player's not on the door. Why would I be here if I wasn't serious about playing it? Uh, okay. What I mean, to, what my associate means to say is that he's he's quite interested in the hostility and potential of this tavern in its location and disrespect. I look at you with a, a curious glance at your Unexpected sophistication. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, I give you a sidelong wink. Um, and then turn back to the um, realtor with a, with a charming but not smarmy smile. Hmm? Roll for charm versus smarm. <laughs> <laughs> the Santos looks at you and says, Well, um... If you're serious about it, I can give you the details here. We can go take a look at the property. I think that would be excellent. All right. Let me just get some stuff. He spends a few minutes gathering up some paperwork and, you know, an umbrella-type device, whatever it would be. And you guys head back. Um, he unlocks the door and you guys head in, and it's... The structure is intact. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of... Um stuff is there? Is there, you know, tables intact? Is it just all shattered? And what, I mean, How did this place meet its end? Was it a fight? Was it a fire? Um, there's probably actually some fire damage that's minimal, probably like surface, you know, some charring and stuff, but the the furniture is intact, it's just old and has seen a lot of wear. Which I guess is actually in the real world nowadays, so. <laughs> yes. But, you know, picture the tables as being, like, you know, the edges are notched from who knows how many daggers. You know, like, the the surfaces are not entirely one uniform color due to thousands of spills over who knows how many years. Uh, mm. You know, like, the place is old. You can tell it's seen a lot of use, but there's nothing in here that's inherently, like, just needs to be chucked. Right, okay. <clears throat> Obviously, the bar is not stocked. Yeah, disappointed. Uh, right. You know, and it's like, so the, the place is usable, it's just not very pretty. Um, and you, you know, Santos starts giving you the tour, says this place has been in operation, you know, since uh, only a few hundred years after the city was formed. You know, this was, it reached northwards first, and this tavern, or, yeah, tavern was one of the earlier establishments, so it's been here a very long time. Changed hands of owners, you know, countless times over the centuries, uh, and then he had it, and it just sort of, you know, fell out of use in the last, say, like 100 years or something, and he's inherited this from, you know, uh, some distant uncle or something that was probably the last provider to actually run the place. <clears throat> and he just hasn't done anything with the property. Anything that's kept you from getting into the property? I'm not really a barkeep or a tavern owner. I instead try to deal with moving properties and buying and selling, and it's a complicated business, but I'm not really interested in owning a tavern. Okay. Take, um, take my own tour, kind of check it out. 
structural integrity and blah, 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 things do. Yep. You know, and get too bogged down and looking at a building. You ask if there's a cellar, and he's like, no, well, there was one, but it collapsed, you know, hundreds of years ago. I suppose it could be restored if enough time and money and tires were put into it. Uh, there's probably a pretty good-sized fireplace in the common room. And I have to keep reasserting the mental image in my mind. You are inside a big tree, mm-hmm. meaning everything's wooden, and there's probably a lot more curved shapes yep. than there is hard edges. So, like, the room is probably roughly circular, you know, with, like, small stairs in one end and the bar, you know, adjacent to that or something. Are there private rooms, like, off to the side? Um, there are, yeah, the main area's probably been subdivided into, like, one big room and maybe, like, two or three small ones. Fantastic so is there a, mm, yeah. are there are there living spaces above? Yes. Uh, he shows you upstairs and you guys see um, two bedrooms, both of which are fairly small, and as he's giving you the tour he goes, eh, both of the, he says these rooms were never really intended to be rented out. I suppose you could convert them into small in lodgings, but I mean you have two rooms top, so I imagine you'll want to live in your new establishment. It's kind of the norm. Or if nothing else, maybe house some servants cooks, that kind of thing, whatever it is you'd have here, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is a small kitchen on the back, too. Well, we would hope if you're going to be serving food. Yeah, but um, due to the nature of like the elven places, the kitchen is almost more like a, a well-barred porch than it is an actual enclosed room, <clears throat> as the elven buildings like to have a lot of open space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of on the back, and it's, you know, like, if you would imagine, like, almost like a cage with wooden bars. Great for smoking. Yeah, probably. But there's only room out there currently. That can always be changed, because this could be a lot of fun. Only room out there currently right now for the actual um, cooking stuff. So, like, probably a large fire pit and, you know, a small basin of, or a small stream that feeds a basin of water or something. <clears throat> Even if it's the elven area, there's probably a lot of small streams. I'll drop a picture for you guys at some point here, because that would probably help. Mm. Um... But, yeah, essentially picture here that this has small amounts of most things that you might want in a tavern. So, small amounts of rooms set off to the side, small amounts of, you know, space for servants to live or for you to live. I'm making this highly adaptable here. And I'll definitely drop that. Oh. And since we have now seen this, seen the, the inside of the space, and... It, since it is not on the flyer, what's the cost? He says in its current state or after it's been brought up to the equivalent of the surrounding properties? Both. Oh, current state, about 8,000. I caught, I scoffed at that number. <laughs> Scoff. If we were to bring it up to the surrounding properties, hard to say. I mean, it would depend on who we hire to do it and their mood and etc., but maybe somewhere around 20. That's just kind of off the top of my head. But 8's a pretty good bargain for a place like this. A lot of potential, good good location. Uh, no, it's pretty extensive. Uh, it's all superficial damage. It may be superficial damage, but it doesn't even come with a staff that, that for operations. Yeah, there's a lot of startup here that you're asking. It's not too much for someone who doesn't have any kind of support for he, it. He kind of puts a finger like up as a, hold on a second. I do actually have contacts to a very good employment agency that can get you some <laughs> starter labor for very reasonable costs, in fact. 
In fact, they'll give a discount if you mention me. <laughs> I just came up with that right now. <laughs> unbidden, Pretty right clear. There. <laughs> of course you do. Give you five. And no. What did you say, Josiah? I said, and no. What about the appropriate licensing to be able to run an establishment such as this? Is the license for both the service of food and the service of drink still in effect, or will we have to go and acquire a new one? Um, it is an effect, actually, and this is a fun little loophole that I discovered about 20 or 30 years ago. That um, that license is actually tied to the property, technically, and not to the owners, which is kind of terrible for the consumer if you stumble across the wrong kind of place, but excellent for anyone who wants to buy, like you folks, because you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Yeah, I mean, don't serve poison food or they'll shut you down, but as long as you're not causing trouble, your license will still hold. That is part of the 8,000. <laughs> and now here's where I move into more of a um, game mechanics sort of play. Yeah. I have two inspirations. Mm -hmm. And I want to use both of them to get the cost down. Um, I think, let's see, what can you do with inspiration? You can use it to modify a roll, right? You can use it to get advantage. Technically, on the only thing you advantage can do with inspiration yes, is it grants you advantage on a roll. I would say that what you want to do here is some kind of roll for haggling. I have no clue. Persuasion. Is that persuasion now? Right, sure so I would say, if you want, let's 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 do this interestingly. Go ahead. If you want to use both inspiration, I'll let you roll four times and keep the best roll. Okay. As that would be sort of like stacking two inspirations. No, I'm, it's multiplicative, not additive. Okay, two plus two is four, and two times two is four. Um, as he starts just. <laughs> <laughs> the top. Ah, and the chair's collapsing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they do that. Just be careful. Just put it back together. And right. Um, well, I rolled all four of my dice simultaneously. That's fun. What's the best? Well, the best is a 20, a 20, a 19, and a 19. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nice and let you keep one of those inspiration, because otherwise that's just a crying shame. No. No, no, no. I used them. No. He'll hold it back. He no, I, I used them. I used them fair and square. That's I'm not true. Kidding. You did. You it's did. It's just my dice decided they wanted to be like nah, 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 nah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So you kind of say probably some things like since you would know wood, things like well, mm. you know that wood in the fireplace or the wood that lines the edges of the fireplace and forms it looks like it needs you know an extra layer of ceiling tar or whatever the heck it could be. I don't even know. Magic resin. <laughs> oh. yeah, I like how you're listing things that are really super flammable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Magic resin. Magic it's, resin. Oh. Gamma radiation resin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you point out some things like that, or mention that you know some of those hearthstones or whatever are are cracked and obviously need, you know, replacing or whatever. You, you spout some of that, and he goes, "Fine, I I can give you guys 6,800, but no lower. I I can't go any lower than that without going upside down in this place." I was thinking for a place like this, it would probably be in the neighborhood of maybe as much as 4,000, 
even giving the area because of the appearance from the outside is then not going to be attracting any business in. You have also, you're looking at a situation where there's going to need to be a large amount of work that goes into this before it can actually be set up and is operational. And it, before you get to hiring in any staff to actually run the place, and you have a situation where you need to sell it and I can buy somewhere else. He, let's see, who still has the flyer? I do. He looks at you and says, can I see that flyer again? Says flyer? I shake my head. <laughs> okay, you hand it to him. He pulls the nail that it was probably tacked to out of the door and puts the paper back up and starts pushing the nail back in. <laughs> <laughs> and goes, gentlemen, I really can't go below 6800 or I'm losing money on this. <clears throat> Not worth my money or time. <clears throat> what if we make it 4000 and we do you a favor? What kind of favor? <laughs> murder, murder your GM's <laughs> enemy. <laughs> We're welcome. Wait, nudge, nudge. What favor do you need? If you haven't heard, more thought and friends. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming at some point. I knew that was coming at some point. God, has I open, that name. Has open services <laughs> for those in need. I haven't heard of the name. Well, you will. <laughs> and honestly, unless your um, associates are experts in banking, loan acquiring, or... We're great at acquiring. <laughs> or collecting from those who can no longer pay, I can't really help you with oh, that. Oh, we are excellent at collecting. You are being Kind of, like you can see, he's kind of doing some math in his head. I do have six clients I need money returned from that have been holding out long enough that it's becoming problematic. I suppose if you can get the money from them, it would be worth my while enough financially. Interest, uh, I could probably lower it down to 5000 1800 from six clients is a lot, though. I'll take that. All right, look, allow me to confer with my colleague. By all means. Make I, it quick, though, as I'm souring to this deal. <laughs> you also know that I am good at collecting. This deal's getting worse up a time. You must wear this dress and bonnet. <laughs> I pull. Uh, while we are um, conversing, I'm going to reach my hand around the door and rip the, um, the flyer off the, <laughs> the outside again. He, he probably clearly <laughs> sees this happen because he's standing right well, there. Fine. I'm going to try to be sneaky. Give me a roll. I don't know if it matters. <laughs> what? Because it's not like there's that much around he could be noticing anyway, so... Oh, he's not trying to be sneaky. He's trying to be obvious. Oh, I thought you were trying to be sneaky. But like, oh, no, not... I'm trying to be very, very obvious. Oh, okay, it. okay, okay. Never mind. Um, this is a good deal day, because not only do we um, get this place for cheaper, but we also find out who is not paying the debts in the city. At least to exactly. I'm, I'm thinking the exact same thing. Um, but I'm wondering if he, if he can do 4,500. <clears throat> I think we've pushed him down quite a bit. I mean, you push a guy too much, and they'll they'll start to push back. They almost have to. That's true. You have almost cut the price in half. Yeah. You do make a good point. We are down 3,000 gold from where he started. Mm. Okay. Turn back to the gentleman. 
what I love is I put a year and a half into planning stuff here, and you guys still find ways of coming up with things where I have to write more things. It's like, okay, gonna have to figure something out with that. I definitely, I definitely did not have collect money from six people for a real estate elf named Santos. Yes. Oh yeah, let me. What was it, Josiah? You were saying? I'm writing it down right now. No, I need to write it down for myself. Yeah, what were you saying? What I said was. Younger, have you met me? <laughs> oh, I knew it was going to happen. I just knew, I'm always surprised at, at just the degree to which and it happens. The form it takes. All right. Master Santos, sounds sounds like we have a deal. Within one month, we will take care of your six debtors. A month is good. That should be enough time for me to make up the lost difference with other investments. Let's, um... When are you free to officially have me give you the title and deed to this property. You probably need some time to collect your finances, because unless you're carrying <laughs> this amount of money on you, which I very much doubt... No one would be that foolish. Or if they would, they wouldn't be very rich for very long. No, they certainly would not. Tomorrow morning? Two days. Two, Two days. days sounds probably a better a better deal. A day and a half, I guess, because it's afternoon now. Yeah. So he says, I'll see you on the uh, morning of the 12th. <clears throat> yes. Make sure you bring it in either uh, notes of credit from the Citibank or in bullion form. I do not take coin. It would be far too much. Naturally. All right, gentlemen. Um, I suppose if you would at least let me have that flyer in case things fall through, <clears throat> I'd like to be able to put it back up in three days or something if things don't work out. That's great. Uh, can we have some time to fully examine the property? I suppose there's no harm in it. It's not like you can do a ton of damage to uh, it. Yes. Is there a way that we can uh, access the property after when you are no longer here, bring in, so we can start the process of getting this renovated up to speed? Can we go ahead and bring in uh, some laborers to start work at our own cost? Um, I'd be um, fine if you bring in laborers to at least get their plans laid, but let's not actually touch the property until you've changed hands on it. But that would also require us having access to the property, such we will need a key. Right, which I have right here, and like I said, it's not like you can do any damage to the place, so mm -hmm. I'll let you have the key here. I grab it. Da -na -na -na. <laughs> it's, a, it's a large iron key, you know, that probably is like an old-style kind of kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You got large iron key. Yes, I hand the key today since it is his place. Right, and since I can't do the whole, okay, we're going to put a lockbox on here with a code. Mm -hmm. Call me anytime you need to come out. Mm -hmm. That's okay, I just use knock and get past it anyway. Right. So he hands you the key and says, like I said, don't do any actual modifying here until we've changed hands. I've had, you never know when a deal's going to go south right when you think it's going to close. So we'll be careful. <clears throat> but you are more than free to have some contractors take a look. Wow, this is like the most... Well, if you wanted things to be a bit more mature and adult, then here we are. <laughs> this, uh, okay. Listeners, this is more or less how it goes. Yeah, I, this is kind of depressing. I want to speed this up, because this is not really role-playing okay. now. This is just... Like, this is just... No. Reminiscent. Crazy oh. Ackman. <laughs> All right. We got a house. Okay. Um, after he leaves, I think the, the two of us should do a full search of everything in the property. Yep. Like, we, check every barrel, check every, you know, uh, 
check up the flue, all of the stones, make sure that none of the stones are loose, all that kind of stuff. Now, we can do something that would be amazingly awesome for our listeners and role-play every single minute of it. Like B-movie filmmakers who don't know when to cut away, right? You, sir, are a <laughs> Or, this is a crazy idea, none of this is out here. We could just do a really quick summary of the entire search and be done with it. That sounds great. Or you could, yes, hop back to the other group for some other role-play action. We could, although I think you guys are just about done, so we may as well wrap this up here. Sounds fine. Um, okay. I'm good with just a quick search because, um, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Summary, do it. Alright, so um, you guys look through the place. It, it, let's say it takes you the rest of the day. Like You're going to be leaving here when it's time for you guys to probably head back and try to find a place to sleep. Because <clears throat> I imagine a head-to-floor examination of, what, 1,200 square feet or so is probably going to take a while. Right. Um, your search... Where's my D20? Uh, thank you. Okay. Um, your search is, for the most part, boring. For a small part, a little gross. And then a tiny bit of extreme excitement. Mm-hmm. So the mostly boring part is most of the things like the crates and stuff you look into, there's not really anything there, or like you're looking through the rooms at the mattresses and you find exactly what you'd expect. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. You know, straw that's moldy. Uh, some of the nasty is um, you don't find signs of any current things like rats or vermin, but it looks like there probably have been some number of years in the past. So, you know, that's like a, oh, gross, we have to get rid of that. And the... Uh, Exciting is, during one of your searches near the fireplace, one of those loose stones, which you're guessing has come much looser over the years, uh, you pull it free and find a small, hollow cavity behind. Reach inside and... Just reach your hand with a dark hole in the wall. <laughs> and you were bitten by a snake! Scorpions! Thousands of them! Swarming over you! Magic Basilisk. Uh, reaching your hand in, you, you find what seems to be a small like map case, map tube, you know, of some kind, like a leather, you know, stiff leather map tube. Hmm. Pull it out, and it definitely seems to be a small cylindrical tube that's been sealed at both ends. Mm. Mm. I'll take this home and see if I can unseal this delicately, see what's on the inside. And uh, other than that, your search doesn't really turn up anything besides that. So, yeah. Okay. All right, then, then what do we find in it? Uh, after you uncork it, etc. I'm yeah. going to build tension and we'll jump to the other group. Mm-hmm. Then we'll come back. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Looking at what's inside my eyes open. Yeah, we'll talk about your leather tube later. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> I thought we were being more no. adult here. <laughs> I, we are. That doesn't mean we're 100% more adult. Oh, okay. All adult. <laughs> hey, that's what she said. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, okay. So back to the rest of you. Hiding in the basement of a casino. You hit every single thing you can on the way out. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice and silent. Yep, that was stealthy. Stealth check fail. You got. You guys um, were down in the room in the inn or in the casino. Yeah. Right. You just the found. What did I say you found? You found the cufflink in a box with a couple other things, mm-hmm. and you decided you were going to hide yourself <laughs> to see who it. comes from here. Yep. Yeah. And two of us are not going to hide. One of us is, is going, going to going to be good at, at the right time. You spend the next six hours of your life being incredibly bored. Really? The guy is on shift. He's not just like randomly come oh. down here. Okay. 
So you whittle away the morning and the early afternoon by just kind of waiting in this room. I'm like, meditate. Right. Mm-hmm. You occasionally hear people walk past this room. Can you know, he help us like hide better? Because he'll be like, I can see your feet. You know, I suppose over six hours, that's probably a yes. This is true. <laughs> but, you know, there's probably only so much you can do, so. Stick one of them in the chest. And I don't think it's that big. I'm, I'm thinking like a chest here that's like a couple feet across. Are you happy You're not that small. I'm not hiding in a chest. There you go. Well, you do sometimes, but. Not for this. Not, no. not this. <laughs> yep, a lockbox. Yes. In this case. Soft, but not basing them. <laughs> well, that became a lot less implied. <laughs> so I am quoting something. Oh, are you? Yes. That makes it better. Now it's not nearly as weird because he's quoting something. Yep. Okay, so. Which was about that. Anyway, six hours. Six hours. Hiding. And then you start to hear footsteps approaching that sound like they're actually coming here, so you guys all hide. Two of you are like, oh, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> And one of you does not. In the wrappers over the door. Yep. And uh, a couple minutes later, or I guess a handful of seconds later, because yeah. that long, uh, in walks what looks to be a very, like a, a young adult, very tired looking uh, orc male. You're guessing he's probably only something like 18, 19, you know, the age when good orc boys should be out spilling blood. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. working a respectable job. Yeah. He looks beat, dead on his feet. Um, you see him uh, take off all the little, you know, extra bits of his outfit first, chuck them in the direction of that box, most go in, uh-huh. right? And as he's, like, attempting to take off a boot, he kind of casually opens the closet and just pulls out, you know, a hanger or whatever and closes it, right? And Kate like, kind of ducks a little. Yeah, and uh, puts away his uniform, puts it back in without noticing. Like, you can tell he is dead on his feet, you know, like... You probably could have gotten a one for your high. Or a zero, even, I guess. <laughs> and he might not have noticed. Uh, you know, gets out of his uniform until he's in his short clothes. Um, and right away, you guys, all all three of you notice something that's out of place, because it's very out of place for an orc. He's wearing a crystal pendant around his neck, which usually orcs don't wear that kind of jewelry. Usually it's, you know, trophies from killed things. Can I use a knowledge check to find out more about it? Possibly. Couldn't hurt, right? Yeah. And while you're doing that, then he, he goes over to the bed and just kind of flops down on it. Mm. And it's probably a hard enough flop that, like, if he was paying more attention, he would have noticed that there was, like, sudden resistance. It hit me? Yes. <laughs> it hit me? And you're stuck? But he wasn't really, you know, paying attention. So, But okay. yeah, now at this point, you would probably find it hard to get out from under the bed without, like, waking him up because he's, like, you have, like, a millimeter of space, if not even that. Alright, give me your check. I'm gonna not if he's that yeah. tired. I know he ain't gonna notice anyone. Either. I know probably not. Does if it's magic, I can use if I can use history. If that's uh, his, I'd like to use religion if I can. <laughs> say if it's religious. You can do several checks here because okay. you saw the thing. You can be sitting here and thinking about it. Okay, I'm thinking about religion, and it's 19 for that. Wow. History. <clears throat> seven. And Arcana, uh, 10. How exactly does your Arcana check work? Just out of curiosity. My knowledge of arcane things. So, like, if it was obviously a magical thing you'd well, I know that's a magical thing. I think so. But, like, what if, like, you were just walking along and doing Arcana checks while looking at rocks? Would you be able to tell if a rock was magical? 
No. Um, arcana checks are knowledge of magic okay. and the way that magic works. That's what I thought. It is not yeah. detection of magic. It's an identification, not a detection. Yeah, that's why they made sure that detect okay. magic is a ritual and a spell now. All right, your, um, your religion check brings up nothing. You, mm. I mean, you can think of lots of crystals, but right. nothing, I mean, nothing orc. Yeah. An orchid wear and nothing that really quite fits this. At least nothing plausible. Mm-hmm. Um, your history check, similar. I, you know, lots of crystals, I guess, but nothing <laughs> that really seems to fit this. Yeah. And you can't think of any magical artifacts like outright that this would be, but neck and finger items are good places for magic. You know, but that's as much as you'd, you know, be thinking mm-hmm. along is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe it's a magic pendant or maybe he just likes it because it looks shiny. Mm-hmm. All right. Now what? I'm is totally it silent, really, though. really pretty? Not particularly. I think of it as being kind of like if there was like a crystal growth or something in a cave and someone just snapped <clears throat> it off at the base. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Kind of like, like, in... like it would fetch a high price. How well would your guy know different precious and semi-precious stones? He's a dwarf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, if this was an unflawed specimen, it would be extremely valuable, but this particular... Gem. It's probably something that's only man, like more, the Super Mario maybe. Brothers movie. <laughs> Longer than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so probably about four inches, and it's probably more like it almost looks more like a small cluster of crystals rather than one single crystal. Okay. So imagine like one long one and then several short ones. Well, you get money for it. Yeah, you could probably sell it for maybe a gold or two, but oh, nothing really worth it. You know, I mean, a gold isn't bad money, but you know, you guys are in a different kind of league where it's like meh. Yeah. We're buying houses. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> stealing those pocket money and stuff like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. I only do nobles now. <laughs> this guy's definitely not noble. <laughs> so, what do we want to do with him? So I'm, like, looking at you guys, like... <sighs> you guys see an arm out from under the bed, like, waving frantically. Did, did, we didn't see any weapons or anything, did we? No, he didn't have any weapons on him. Which is also somewhat unusual for a, uh, an, orc. an orc. It is. Uh, right, not unheard of, but definitely not normal. Like, either you are looking at a very deviant orc here, or there's something else at point. I think we should let him yeah, sleep my for first, a little while. My, I don't know, my out-of-character instinct says one thing, but my, I don't know. <laughs> this is, this is, I'm trying very hard not to medicate. <laughs> um, yeah. Although, am I using that? Well, we can't really talk in here, just sleeping. There is no medicating here, you don't know what's going on. It's not because he hasn't told I, I, I... Okay. Um, I'm trying to decide if my character would know to think this way. When I'm stuck on that, okay, I do a roll. Okay, yes. Um, there's... I'm going to go with something seems off about this guy, and I'm going to think... I'm going to go, is he disguised? And can I use a perception check to... Um, would that, let's see, what were the two ones? There's per- perception and investigation. Investigate. Investigation was In- intelligence. Yeah. So I, I would think looking for, dis- to see if he's disguised would be that, would be insight. Investigate. Investigate. Insight is about people. All right. Yeah, and perception is a wisdom. Eleven. So I'm assuming you go up to his bed and like lean down over his face like a creeper. <laughs> Not quite like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to discern it from my hiding place. Uh, from your hiding place, it looks like an orc. 
I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> With that roll, yes. It smells like an arc. Tastes like an arc. Feels like an orc. Oh god! <laughs> Spell check. Um, Tastes like an orc. Um, the dwarf. Does is anything? Uh, while I'm thinking about this, does anything indicate what his position might be in the, what he does for work? He was wearing the outfit of just one of the floor workers. So, like, the kind when you guys came in and you saw that they had the cufflinks that were the same. You know, just the people that would be mm-hmm. going around the floor offering drinks and, uh, you know, making sure people aren't getting too rowdy mm-hmm. and, you know, pretty much your, your lowest paid. You work on the casino floor worker. Might be a dealer, but not below a dealer. Probably. probably, yeah, below a dealer. Like, if he does good, he'll probably get to do some dealing. Dealing of what? Cards. Cards. <laughs> do I want to okay. try this? I decided I did, since none of us can talk, or anyone else is dealing right now, I decided to lower myself from the rafters using my rope upside down. So I'm like, what is your rope attached to? Rafters! You said there's Oh, rafters. I see. You loops it around the rafter. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm moving in the rafters. So I have probably made a little bit of noise, but this probably. guy seemed like he was enough out of it. He wasn't going to notice me. Um... And so I'm lowering myself above him, like right above him, like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, Mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission Impossible, yeah. Spider-Man style, whatever. And I've decided that the pendant will be good for when we're interrogating him to use. So, I take it. But I don't touch it. Do you, like, uh, like cut the leather thong with a knife or something? That's yeah, get it yeah, off yeah. his neck? Okay. Scissors or something. I think I have scissors, actually. Okay. Um... Yep. This will become relevant at some point, but give me five <laughs> rolls for Will. Just straight up Will. All of us are just saying. Just jump. Will, Will, Will. Where's Will? Where's it's a, no, it's a, it's a, it's a save. Oh, yeah. Will save. Wait, right? Wait, no, it's not. Uh, there is no Will. No, it's Wisdom. No, there is no Will. Will really? doesn't exist anymore. What do they call it now? Just Wisdom? Well, it's uh, the five, or the six attributes. Intelligence, Wisdom, Charisma... Whatever. Yeah. yeah, so it's whatever it would attack. That's true. Um, five. Usually it's let's see, would it be? It would be saving throws again, now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So give yeah. me give me five will saving throws then, because this is the closest. There is no will. No, there's no will even for saving throws. Yeah. There's no fortitude reflex will anymore. No, no. no. it's just armor. Dex, cod, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Oh. So it's your six base right. stats. Uh, I guess that's wisdom then. Yeah, I'm, usually, I'm not actually seeing the numbers. Okay, wisdom. Yeah, give me five mm. five wisdom rolls then. Enchantments and charms kind of really seem to attack wisdom. Uh, seventeen. Uh, nine. Mm. Uh, eleven. That's not bad. You're switching dice. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Still better! Okay, okay. Uh, 13. <laughs> and one more. Oh. Okay, thank you. Alright, Um. so you cut the thong from around his neck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's great. It's going to take over your mind. And you, uh, you know, pick it up. What do you do with it? Like, just put it in a pocket or something? Uh, yeah, I put it in a bag. Okay. <clears throat> 
So I guess you put it in like one of your money bags you have on you and what, shimmy back up. Okay, the rest of you see this, except for Yon who doesn't. Mm-hmm. So the rest of you being such cases. Yep. I'm planning on waiting, I guess. I'm, I'm waiting. I don't know if you guys decided to do something else, but I'm going to wait until I can see these like, really deep, like, four cycle REM style sleep. Right. <laughs> That's I probably don't know that. 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, I'm, I'm 60. yeah, I wait. I wait. A bit. He's not human. Okay, okay, okay. It, 20 minutes. He's really tired. All right. Yeah, I wait a couple minutes and then I look at him and I point at Elias and I go. I'm like mouthing like help. <laughs> I'm signaling. I'm signaling to uh, the dwarf ninja. You know how are we gonna get him out of here? <laughs> and I just go. Just I'm like wait a moment. Do sign language. And yeah. Like, wait a moment. I got this. And then we just wait for. <laughs> <laughs> Unless but you guys I, and after like ten minutes, I kind of blow my eye. Wait, I think I have disadvantage on stealth checks. Oh God! It doesn't matter. It does right not now. now. No. All right. So it's been twenty minutes. Did anyone do anything in twenty minutes? Um. I wondered what Suleo was doing at the moment, <laughs> and then caught myself and went, "That was weird." <laughs> Caring about people. Caring about people. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, 20 minutes, I guess. Alright, I drop water on his face. <laughs> Wait, even though Cade's just standing right there. Did, no, did you I mean, come I'm in the closet. I was about closet. to say, didn't you I mean, come out of the, the closet? I'm in the closet, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking no, 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 the way. closet, but I haven't left. Alright, right. what you're saying is you haven't come out of the if, closet. If he, right, if he, I haven't come out of the closet. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if you're picking out, I shoot you back in. Right, well, yeah. Obviously. And then I'm like, and then like spring on him, right, it's getting up. Where do you even have the water? So, I'm going to use my elemental attunement, which means I can just make water come out of the flask that I carry full of water. Because you're a waterbender. Basically. That's kind of cool. It is. Um, So I put a drop like a water on him, essentially. It just completely douses him and makes him feel like he's been submerged. Alright. He will wake up and we will end the session. Yay! Are me still under it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Things are getting wet and stinky down there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It all comes back. Alright, okay. so next time we'll find out... Well, I guess we have two cliffhangers now, don't we? Yeah, yeah. One, we do. And what's inside the leather tube. Dot com. Right, so right. yeah. That wraps things up for today's episode of Downfall, our Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes, donating through PayPal on our website, supporting us on Patreon, or spreading the word to your friends. You can send us an email anytime at downfalldnd at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans and love hearing what you guys enjoyed about the show. Thanks for listening.